1: Now back to On the Block with Stricken Austin on 93.7 The Ticket
2: and theticketfm.com. Back one final time here during On the Block, Austin Norman, Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman here. Jay, of course, hosting Old School with DP after this. So the question going into the break was Nebraska's six quad one games, does Kese Tominaga Lived up to his preseason billing? Has he disappointed, disappeared? Or has he been average? So, uh, texter6090 says, about as good as can be expected for a small guard who gets all the attention from every team's defensive scout. Nick, Tamanaga has he been the best player in the big moments? Has he been pretty average? Has he disappeared? I agree with that text, actually. Um, I agree
0: with it in terms of, like, you're noticing he's he's struggling at times. It takes him a couple minutes to figure out different ways to attack and beat defenders each night Mm -hmm. because player or other opponents are figuring out ways to slow him down. I still think he's showing up. Jay,
2: your thoughts.
1: I think he's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess that that response lets you know, I think he's done well. I think he's more consistent, uh, than people give him credit for. Um, and I think he's learned how to pick and choose his spots. And next thing you know, he hasn't had the the multiple pop games like he had last year. Uh yeah, there was a young man well, riding, a down, the, down the riding a wheelie down on Was riding
0: a wheelie? He didn't have a helmet on, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. Too bad. Well, you know what? He's lucky it wasn't this morning because mm-hmm. he would have fell down. But uh, <laughs> I think K-State's done a good job of being consistent. I think last year, I think was you know he burst on the scene, and then also we have to you know not lower our expectations, but be realistic in the understanding that people are game planning for him mm-hmm. first and foremost. Where last year, I think. Um, the Derek Walker point center, uh, point forward. You know, um, the way that he played that position, and him and K-State played off each off of each other and with each other, really just opened up a lot of things. Now, I think with the emergence of of, of Williams and obviously CJ Wilcher being, a, and then Rink <laughs> Mass, and then also <laughs> Josiah Alec, the, the pressure and the need for him to score twenty a game isn't there. He's still playing very very efficient. He still is doing what he needs to do. Um and and that also allows him to be a little maybe a little bit more fresher down the the, the stretch well, for for tournament play.
0: Here's what I would say right before you tell the results. Exactly what going off of what Jay said, he he points it out. Nebraska's got a lot more guys that are far more active than they've had in years past. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's not a shot at the previous previous rosters, but There's Bryce Williams there. There's Jamarcus Lawrence to distribute. There's Rink Mass who's you talked about the point center. Rink Mass looks just as comfortable with the basketball up there. That man, he he plays with such um how should I say this? Good pace. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Control. Ever since Fred sat down and
2: said, hey, don't dribble first. Yeah, yeah. He figured it out.
0: He's played like his gravity is so so strong right now because he just plays with this calming pace. Mm-hmm. and and that's obviously valuable in the offense that I think Nebraska runs. We saw it last year with Derek Walker. It's pivotal to have a big man that can hold the ball at the top of the key and control it. We saw it with Derek Walker, and now we're seeing it again with Rink Mass. So I think people are going to initially say, yep, Kaysay's kind of disappeared in big moments, but in reality... There's a lot more guys that are able to handle the bigger moments than just Casey was like it was last year.
2: Jay, when you and I first had this discussion, you said there hasn't been that like one big case, a moment, right? The the explosion Mm -hmm. for 30 points where he put the team on his shoulders in a win. And I think that's a big part of it. The reason I asked that question is because I saw this tweet that um, brought up true shooting percentages. So factoring in twos, threes and free throws against quad one opponents. Nebraska's played six games. Nebraska's three and three in those games. Casey Tominaga's true shooting percentage is 61.7%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's top 20 in the country against the best competition. This year, Casey Tominaga is averaging 14 points per game. Nebraska's quad one games, he's averaging a bucket more than that at 15.5 points per game. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it. So I had to pull up his game log. Like, what are those? I brought that up with you, Nick. You're like, well, he disappeared against Creighton wasn't a big factor. He scored twenty. Yeah, against Creighton. He said, "Well, Purdue. He wasn't really the story. Maybe not, but he still scored nineteen. Yeah. Um. Someone said he disappears on the road. How about seventeen points at Wisconsin? Yeah. It's it's so weird because I think we came into this season so focused on Casey yeah. and what his role is. Where I think it was, um, yeah. Lemon said sometimes his best role on the team is just to be a diversion to open other people up where you know he can go off if he has to, and Nebraska knows how to look for him. But we come back to this word of gravity. That's not just like space. It's how many eyes are turned his way. How many times are guys checking over their shoulder to see Mm -hmm. where he's at or where's a screen coming to get him open? So I still think Kese Tominaga is a big part of Nebraska's success. It just looks a lot different than it did last year.
1: Yeah, I just think that sometimes, I guess as fans or... In the moment, and I always say, within twenty-four to seventy-two hours of a game, um, media people that you just always go back, and I call it revisionist—you know, you know—history or you know mindset where you always focus on them at their peak, right? Mm-hmm. So the biggest game or the biggest shots that you. So then you show up to the arena, expect that every single game, but you also have to you you, you like leap over the fact that. you have a deeper team you are the the system that Fred has changed you know going into last season is a little bit different you know there it took a little bit I, I felt like it it took a little bit uh for the whole team to really gel around and rink mass to to find out what he how he can be effective in this game now granted you're not expecting him to score 34 every game mm-hmm. but even when he played against Eady, like he had eight points and however many he still was able to match it against Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ward in there uh, uh, had um, a twenty, but in the first six points that he had, Rick Mass came back and answered. Those mm-hmm. are the things that you don't see, like, or people talk about that is so important. Then it allowed everybody else to get off, you know, because mm-hmm. the defense has to change. Like you say, you you flow and the gravity goes towards what they're doing. So it's definitely. Uh, you know, a a, a, a res, respectable year for a. I think it's a better overall efficient year. Um, he's playing actually a little bit better on defensively as well. I think you see him getting his hands on more balls and and he's in the right spots and and the, with the right rotations. Him hey, and I don't want to go and and not give C. J. Wolter you know his man. due. <clears throat> he he got it going at the end of last year. continued this year, is um, welcomed his role and flourished in that role. And again, defensively, those two, arguably at mm-hmm. times, early last year, where especially that Michigan State game where they were just rotating the ball and we were just like a day late and a dollar short, mm-hmm. it's not it's not them. And so, and then what's the, that has allowed those two stepping up, it's allowed Rink Mass, Josiah, Alec to kind of come along at the pace that they needed defensively. And so I think you're starting to see Nebraska gel at the right time, which is a great thing for this team.
2: Someone's saying it's because he's not a high-volume shooter, Really, no one on Nebraska is. You look at the three guys that lead in shot attempts. Who do you guys think is number one, taking the most shots on the team this year? Probably Rink, Jay. Uh, Rink my, is so efficient. Like, oh, uh, Williams. Rink is one. Williams Kay, is number yeah. two. is number three, but he's within eighteen shots of Rink, and he's ten back from from Bryce Williams. Yeah. So there isn't a true like high volume absolute go to guy on Nebraska's roster. Because even Rink is averaging 10 shots a game. He's taken 203 shot attempts Mm -hmm. in 20 games. Kaysay's averaging nine shot attempts per game. Bryce Williams, nine and a half. I think that's pretty clearly your top three offensively, especially in that starting lineup. But it really depends with this Nebraska team night to night. What's the matchup? And is Nebraska choosing to exploit it?
1: Yeah. And I I think the biggest thing is, I don't think Kaysay's game is for volume shooting because he's not a big... So he's not a big guy. First of all, uh, physical, where you can get downhill and just bully your way to the to the hoop, right?
2: But neither was like Antoine Davis for Detroit, but he no. was the focal point of that right. offense. So like Chris Clemens at Campbell, not a big guy, but right. they built everything around him. Yeah,
1: and it was for him to get shots. So mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're you're running pin downs, you're running flare screens, you're running Iverson cuts, you're running, you know, high, high pick and roll, high pick and roll. You're doubling it sometimes, triple pick and roll, mm-hmm. and so you don't really have to do that with with K-S, which I think is really elevated his game last year, finding ways to get to his offhand and get to the rack. And he's mm-hmm. finishing a lot better. I think just with this team is that they just got to keep everything in front of them, you know, the, the, keep the main thing, the main thing. And when it's time, I, I think they feel w- well equipped to, um, have one guy, uh, lead them down the stretch if need be. Cause I, I think that Fred Hoiberg feels comfortable enough. If he's in the huddle in K State's rolling, We're going to run with Kaysay down the stretch, or we're going to roll with Rink, or we're going to roll with Williams, whoever it may be. It might be Jamarcus Lawrence. Mm -hmm. I think when you have multiple guys that can score without exploiting yourself, and a a good example is this. You're talking about a volume score. I think when Pettigrew was here, um, (laughs) uh, it was a volume, right? He'd get 20 on 20 shots. Mm -hmm. That's not very efficient because a lot of them are one-pass jack-up shots or You know, we had Alonzo Verge. You know, you got 55 dribbles between the leg, throw it up off the glass, right? (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, it looks good when it's working, Mm -hmm. but down the stretch, nobody knew what to do because, you know, say you had a set run and it was, you know, set for four dribbles and either a back cut, or then now we're going into a pick and roll. Well, now you double the dribble count, or dribble count. The guys across the court Mm -hmm. don't know what to do because you can't Mm -hmm. even get into your secondary offense Based on that, so I think it's a good place to be. And if we're if we're complaining because K-S-A is getting nine ten shots a game and he's more efficient, uh, we're actually playing some real basketball now in the Big Ten.
2: Yeah. That they are. What's coming up on Old School?
1: Well, we got NFL playoffs. We got NFL playoff picks. We're going to talk a little bit more Husker hoops. You know how big this game is. Um, and then we're gonna. I want to really dive into where does Bill Belichick go from here? You know, back to NFL stuff. Could sure. this could this be the like? A weird, forced. They're iced him for, out, for like payback, and mm-hmm. and really, I want to really talk to you, you and DP about when you have been so successful, how they use that against you, because mm-hmm. they're always assuming you need 1,000 percent control. Well, what if he really doesn't? You're just speaking for him, and yeah. that's what a lot of people do, assuming. right? Assuming, assuming, mm-hmm. and not talk to. Him. Now maybe during that those interviews in Atlanta, he's like, <laughs> hey. I'm bringing my posse with me, and Arthur Blank is like, ah, <laughs> yeah. negative. So, but we're gonna th- we're gonna see because if the two teams left, mm-hmm. they're they're waiting for the weekend. They're getting a the young guy. They're certain- going to coordinator.
2: Fair enough. That'll be J and DP on old school Nick. Thanks for sitting in. See ya. Appreciate it. Uh, we we'll cool. be back with you during on the block uh, next week. But don't go anywhere. Old school DP and J next.